All right. Hey, guys. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to People Bring Profit. And I'm Chris Alexa, host, CEO, founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group. And to my left, you're right, I got... Kimberly Alexa, CFO of Aspire to Be and founder. There you go. There you go. And over here on this side, over here, I got my man, Justin. Justin Smith, Chief Operating Officer, uh, straight out of Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. We'll throw it out there right (laughs) off the bat. You know, the other day, one of the podcasts I was going to introduce you, and I was like... And my man from, I was going to say Jersey, and I was like, wait a minute, he might not want to know that because people throw some questions at him. But, yeah, throw some questions. He was not on Jersey Shores. And when he, no. interv- when he interviewed that, I wanted to make sure that it was not so we wouldn't I, see Back in the day, I did go tanning and do lots of laundry and went to the gym. Yeah. So, so I had those three checked. <laughs> I love yeah. that accent. Yeah, he still yeah. uses some words that me and Kim laugh Your at. accent just came through. And um, he laughs at some of our words that we use still. Oh, yeah. um, okay, guys, hey, what I do want to say is uh, if you're following us, watching us, please Please share this, right? And, and, and follow us on YouTube both and Spotify and Apple because YouTube, it's a video, right? Other guys, I like watching video. I don't know about y'all. It's I listen like, in my car on the way to work, so I don't do the video. I listen in Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I do both. yeah. yeah Kim, yeah. Kim does both. Yeah. I see you in the bathroom getting ready. You listen to you watch YouTube, but you Spotify a lot. Yeah. I'm a guy, like I told you, uh, College didn't work out for me because there was no pictures in the books, right? Yeah. So I got to see the video. It keeps me interested in all that. So uh, if you want to see the video, go watch it. But, hey, what I do want to suggest, please, please do this. I want to hear comments. I want to know, like, what can we do better and what do you want to hear about? Please like and share, all right? Am I missing anything else? Like, share, comment, right? That's yeah. the big thing. And subscribe. And subscribe. So, so that's how we get feedback and what we know of what we're doing and if it's worth what we're doing because we're sharing a lot of information out here. Uh, we're, a, again, a group of people that are out here just, you know, surviving in today's world today and, and trying to build a company and trying to create jobs and change people's destinies in life, right? And try to encourage others to do the same. That's right. I mean, that's what we're here to do. And uh, we're having a ball doing it. I, I tell you what, my life, I pinch myself every day I come in this office. First, I get to work with my best friend. You know, my beautiful wife, my high school sweetheart. Thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I get to work with some great people that, that come to this office every day, that come to this company, that's moved to this company, that all have a story just like we all do. And, and, and they're, they're just striving to be more today than they were yesterday, and they bleed, aspire to be more. So really cool. So, um, hey, you ready? Ready. All right, we got some we got some nuggets, Justin. I yeah, see your little do, notepads we over there. We can do some learning today. <laughs> do some learning. Yeah. Teach me, my friend, please. Yes. I'm out here learning I'm all in. the time. I'm in. I'm, in. I'm out here there. listening just because I might be sitting in this seat or the head seat or wherever. Always surround your people by people that are way smarter than you that you can learn from. Absolutely. Big secret right there. That's a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, today's topic is manage your business. Yeah. Manage your day-to-day business, managing your life. Right. Whatever you're doing in life, if you've got a big company, small company, uh, just you by yourself or what you're doing. Try to turn this into I, this is what I do, too. I try to turn some stuff I listen to or watch or see somebody into my being a better father. Mm-hmm. You know, so do some of that. Listen to that and try to try to see how you can mesh that all together. So manage your business, Justin. I mean, let, let's dive into this. What, what do we got, big guy? Well, we're all getting into business to, to make money. Right. So yeah. I think one of the first piece that we yeah. can talk about. When you're starting a business and you're getting in there and your management is your profits or your cash flow, right? So the operations side of the business, we're looking at your cost of goods sold, 
and we're looking at your labor. Those are the two things. If you don't have a pulse on that and you're not paying attention to those two things, they can eat you alive. They're going to take more pennies out of the dollar than anything else. So the real quick high-level nuggets there for your cost of goods sold is have a good mechanism if you have inventory to take inventory, and then you're going to have basically two items. One is how much it costs you, and the other is going to be your variance or your waste. Yeah. So you're measuring your theoretical costs, and then you're actually going to have a result or a cost. And the difference between those two is your opportunity and waste. And then your total is going to be how many pennies of the dollar it's costing you for your cost of goods sold. So the um, all businesses should have some form of inventory on your cost of goods sold. And then your labor is going to be your salaried employees, your hourly employees, and your fringe benefits. Mm -hmm. And having a mechanism to clock in or clock out and making sure when you're running your payroll, you're paying attention to those numbers and those percentages. So it fits a model to be profitable. Yeah. And those two things in many, many businesses are, you know, 60 to 80% of your total cost of the business. So when I think about managing my business from day one, I'd want to have a pulse on those two items in its simplest form possible. Yeah. You know, th th that's cool you say that, Justin, because now let's, you know, this, this brings me here, right? You're our COO. You're over operations. You're truly looking at those P&Ls, adjusting those labors, adjusting those costs, and always kind of fixing it. You know, on the other side, you know, Kim's a CFO. So she's producing these numbers for you and double-checking these numbers, right? Sure, for sure. Double-check, yeah. no doubt. But what I want to speak to is, like, all our new business owners, when – when I'm sitting here, like listening to Justin, and 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 Justin's very equipped. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable, and he knows the business. Yeah. But to just break it down, he mentioned two important items that we can really reach people and, and let them know the value of your business. When you know for sure your cost of goods sold and your labor, once you've got those two things, man, you're halfway there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and then of course it falls into my realm, which is the bottom line, the profit of the business. Yeah. And, and that's where CFO comes in or, and not just CFO, but uh, someone that looks over the finances of, of your business, even, even small business owners themselves individually, you got to know what you're bringing to the bottom line Yeah. and uh, how you're making money. Yeah. But if people can master those two things, like Justin said, the labor and, and how do you figure out your labor? Uh, what's some models that, you know, that simple models that we can speak to, to help somebody, how do I know how much I'm spending on labor and what my labor percentage is? Just a quick calculation. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, just real simple. Yeah. You'd want to make a, a sales forecast and then create a great schedule. Yeah. And then yeah. you'd want to take the total number of dollars that you're spending on that schedule and divide it into your forecast. And then that should be what you think you're going to run for the week. And then the second nugget is come back and see how you did last week and see where you might make some tweaks, maybe some in-out times. Maybe you needed someone extra on a very, very busy day, or was it a one-off? But it's really just dividing your total labor dollars, what it costs you to pay people, into your sales. Yeah. And you don't want to be reactive to that, looking at a financial from last month. You want to be forecasting what you think you're going to do next week. Yeah. That, and some yeah. important factors that come into forecasting your business is kind of know what what's the heartbeat of your community yeah what's going on mm -hmm. in your community you know what if you have the data from last year looked at year over year sales and and what happened look at even simple as the weather what's the weather doing look, now you know 
forecasting. Yeah, if you're expecting a, a strong, you know, winter storm coming through or what. Yeah. And, and one thing I know, and, and, and that's awesome that you're you're sharing this because we, we do that every day, every week with our, our some of our stores, especially, you know, for example, I'm going to use Starbucks, for example. You are, we are so to- honed in on their labor model because we're in a unique situation out there, right? And, you, and they've got a huge hotel right next door to us, um, and they have big events there. And we saw these Saturdays and Sundays just skyrocketing sales. Mm-hmm. And our labor whew, went down because we didn't have enough people. So we weren't serving them quick enough. So that's one thing you, like you say, know the heartbeat. If you're around a high school and it's high school football coming up and you serve products that way or whatever business you're in, you know, if people buy cars at this certain time or whatever they're doing that, you need to pay attention to those trends and see what's happening. And then on the cost front of it, Kim, I mean, we all know this, Justin. I see y'all pound your heads every day because today, Today's world is so different than it was before pre-COVID, yes, because we knew our costs kind of now. I mean, our poor guys are like getting beat up because what we get costs now that we we didn't protect that last week. No, you're being challenged to charge more and give less. Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately what the industry is forcing now. So more important than ever that you're looking at your waste, more important than ever you're, you know, giving the best possible price you can. Um, but that piece of your business can sink you in itself. So you're, you're absolutely right. It's yeah. tough. Labor rates have completely changed and yeah. continue yeah. To, to, to go up and down. We don't know where we're at. I mean, and then and then on the call side of it, you never know. Used to, way before COVID, we get our trucks in and we, we start with diesel would go crazy and we'd have some crazy, you know, oil spill and diesel would go crazy and we'd start seeing these adjustments on fuel charges. Yeah. And it was just at the bottom of the invoice. Now, every product... Even a part of a big franchisee goes up, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, well, there's a shortage of potatoes. How in the heck is there a shortage of potatoes? You know, like <laughs> what happened? Did the potato boat flip over or something? I mean, I can understand the bird flu. I mean, birds got sick, but potatoes, they grow in the dirt. How did COVID mess with that? How did the bird flu mess with that, you know? Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, in every business we're in, it's it's crazy these days. But to manage it, Justin, you're head down. Kim is head down. Y'all were just, and it used to, it seemed like we can look at a, those costs like on a every other week or once a month kind of period. Now y'all are looking at every Weekly Monday. Weekly cash flow. Yes. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. And if you're fortunate enough to have like some great accounting systems and you can pay for an accounting firm, that'll help you get great, you know, financials once a period in a timely manner. But there's tons of inexpensive back office systems that can help you with a weekly cash flow with very little horsepower just to have a pulse within a small percent of what's going on. So if something is super quirky that you can, you know, react very, very quickly to it. Yeah. Like the, the costs are managing your business. I go to that place. I'm the operator. You know, I can go to the cogs in a labor all day. But there's also this huge piece that I think we need to, to pivot to is like the whole idea of the voice of the customer and being there and not, you know, manage your business means actually being in your store and understanding the what your guests want yeah. and the service that you need to provide. Um, and that's where you'll come in and, you know, pull our heads up and say, hey, look at what's actually going on yeah. here. And uh, that's that's as equally important. Yeah. And I want to say that, too, because I, I think in the business models that we're at today and whatever you're out there doing, sometimes we're so head down. You got to pay attention to what your guests see. And I tell our managers that all the time we walk in our stores, you know, we put these blinders on. Sometimes you're so focused on the bottom line and, and the profit side. Right. You're looking at costs. But. Pay attention to your top line, because if you're seeing this, you've got a problem. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and the economy could be the problem, right? Every, nobody knows that. There's, there's so much shifting in the world today. God, is oh, man, it's crazy. But still, if you see a problem with that, normally you can go into your store or business, whatever it is. And let's say you own a lawn business. you got people canceling you. Like, hey, why are people canceling their businesses? You know, well, the guys aren't, you go out and actually watch. They didn't blow the driveway off, right? You know, a good enough. Or they didn't weed eat good enough. You know, I get mad at my landscaper sometimes because I'm like, Man, he's not cutting the weeds right in our stores. They look at the, they got weeds growing up here. Time to get somebody new. Um, but so when you walk in your store as owners or, or, or leaders of whatever you're doing, you got to judge what's happening in your store. Yeah. You know, you got to be truthful to yourself. And don't be, you know, so ignorant that you don't, you just want to turn a blind eye to it. That if you're not being, your store's not clean, you, you, your, your Cokes don't taste right, you know? I went to our store the other day. He's like, got a brand new product. And a taste is like, this don't taste right. And a big corporation, not going to name drop anybody, a big corporation changed the fountain drinks out, and it didn't taste nothing like it was supposed to. Oh, we'll give it two weeks. It'll run that, that flavor out, and the new flavor will start hitting. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're not, those customers aren't judging you, big company. They're judging me. Think I have a bad system. We went to a restaurant the other day. It's like, oh, this don't taste right. Didn't have enough CO2, things like that. But you're right, Justin. Don't, that's managing your business and getting in your stores. Don't be afraid to ask your, you know, your customers for feedback. Don't be afraid to ask them to fill out a survey. But definitely the third pillar is getting in there yourself and making sure that you're offering a quality experience. I mean, boy, they, if, if you can walk in there as an owner and you're not getting a, a top-tier experience, um, it's an opportunity. And I know this is exactly how we all use it of – it should not be any different than any other experience throughout the whole week. Yeah. So your experience, if you go in there and it's great, is a great training and teaching tool to let your staff know the people who work for you and say, guys, this is how it should be all of the time. And yeah. you hope yeah. that it's there. But the, the voice of the customer and the ambiance and the quality and the experience, um, although we can't measure them in data, yes, we can. We measure them in sales. Yeah. That, yeah. that your business is either going this way or this way. And, and more of, often than not, it's attributed to those things than your cost of sales and your labor. Yeah. Yeah. And admittedly, you know, when you walk into your our locations, we are hypercritical. Oh, yeah. And, and so that is a fine line between mm-hmm. being yeah. hypercritical as an owner and, and walking in and, and, and addressing operations because you know, every time you walk into your store, you're hypocritical because actually you should be. Yeah, you, you should be because that's how you make improvement. But it's it's a challenge to encourage your your staff because you are hypocritical. But at the end of the day, we're responsible for the bottom line. Yeah. So we have to be we have to know. And thank goodness we have own Buffalo Wild Wings so we can go in and eat great food and have a cold beer <laughs> yeah. because we need to make sure that the beer's cold. Yeah. And we're critical on our <laughs> but, systems. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're tough on our systems, great to our people, as you would but say. Great so to you, our you, you're in there and you're seeing something that's off track or dirty and you're not you know, mad at the person for not mopping it. You're basically saying, where did we fail of not having the mechanism or the system to check that off? And if we did check it off, was it being pencil whipped? So the other piece of managing your business is like have great systems. And that could be a combination if you're a franchisee of things that you're provided, but it definitely has to include things that are important to you. Yeah. 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 And, and to encourage small business owners, it's not about just um, opening the front doors and walking away and hope for the best. Yeah. 
you have to it, to be in this position, to be in these seats. It's it's a working position. Oh yeah. And we have to work our business, and that's how we manage it. It's not your business isn't going to run itself, or it's going to run itself right into the ground. Who's doing the marketing? Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. we are. We are. We are. Who's doing the HR? We, we are. are. Who's doing the accounting? And that's the. We are. Yeah. What, what do we even call that? I want to say it's this. Chief of everything. I, that's I'm, it. That's, we all have executive names, but we're the yeah. chief of everything. Small I, business owners are chief of everything. I'm going to dive in here and say something that, you know, I, I said across one of our awesome leaders the other day. And, um, you know, and I felt like, you know, he, he just got a big promotion. I felt like he, um, you know, I was being negative a lot to him. And just say, you know, pounding him with like not negative to him, like, hey, we got this going on. Hey, I went in the store, saw this. And, and then, and, and yes, sir, yes, sir, we got it. We'll fix it. We get it. And, and I, you're going to hear me say this on many episodes, right? And, 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 and I said this to him. And I said, the day that I'm the owner, CEO, whoever running this business doesn't come to you challenging you to be better mm-hmm. the day you want to quit this company. Run. Run. I don't care what you do. I have some great friends in this community that do some awesome things mm-hmm. and that have grown. I've watched them grow up uh, in the companies they're part of. They might not own that company, mm-hmm. but they run that company, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and it could be, you know, I had a great coffee with a guy. I want to shout out, you know, he's starting a, a second business and it's a, it's a different kind of lawn business. And he's challenging himself to be better and better every day. He actually wanted to have coffee with me to sit down and talk about how can I get better? How do I hire people? How do I do this? And I, I challenge yourself, whatever you're doing in there, Sit across from your people that work for you. You can be a leader for a corporation. You don't have to be the owner or CEO, but you're going to be a lead of somebody. Or you're going to be a lead of yourself. Challenge yourself every day. The day that you don't challenge yourself to be a better leader, better owner, better COO, CFO, CEO, mm-hmm. um, regional manager, business coach, whatever you're doing, right? Teacher, husband, father, whatever. The day you better run, right? Because, I mean, that's the only way we're going to grow. You know, and that's and I, I do we do that with our teams. We'll go in there and we will it could be it could hit a ninety nine, right? But we're gonna talk about that point one loss. Yeah. Because that's one thing we could if we don't pay attention to that one point loss, our team, our people are gonna think, Well, they're letting that slide. Then it's gonna be a point five loss. Eh, they're gonna let that slide. Eh, they're gonna let that slide. Road. And it starts. And that's in any relationship you might have with your your, your spouse or whoever. Uh, I'll let that slide. Uh, he didn't mow the grass this week, right? I get in trouble for mowing the grass too much. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, hey, that's managing your business, Justin. I think that's what we do. And you challenge yourself on that on that spreadsheet every day. I see, like, hey, we could have did better. Hey, well, we could have be, better. Like, you can be obsessed with the the problem and, you know, not so much the, the solution always. I mean, and that that's a mindset. Yeah. And it's, it's not about winning or losing or, or 99s and, and missing one point. It's, you know, the... Being able to absorb constructive criticism, being able to give it, and then that one percent is just we have an expectation of greatness and excellence, and that's yeah. what our guests deserve. That's what we want as business owners. So we all have to rally around those conversations. And when you're managing your business and you're going in there and you're identifying things that are off track, you know, make sure you have systems for them. But if you don't, make sure that those are good constructive conversations. Because here's what we want to do: we want to go in there and manage our business, and we want to create smaller versions of ourselves. Yeah. We want to build a bench. We one day want to give machines. that business to yes. someone yeah. to allow them to run the business, so we can go build five more. Yeah. So that's what the man the managing the business. That's only going to happen if that you get in there and give them your vision and spend time with them and have good and bad conversations with their leaders, as you just kind of spoke about. That that that's so important. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Kim. We eat our stores because we, we get notified a lot. They're like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. I went to your store and it went the best. I understand. And, and you know, be, as you grow and you, and you get bigger and bigger, I mean, it's important that that it, managing part of it too is now instilling your DNA or your vision into the people that work underneath you. Yeah. And the only way you're going to be able to is, is give them criticism. Go in the store. Tell them what you saw. Tell them what you didn't like. Tell them what you like too. You know, and, and, and those show do review type of things, atmosphere. Yeah, like it's a that. good call out. You know, yeah. we're we're not saying, hey, you know, hey, you didn't do. It's like, how do we train you better? Yeah. Did you go through you know, all of that? Absolutely. We always come yeah. in with that vision, mm -hmm. yeah. with that side. Is okay. You missed the mark. Did we provide everything you needed as a company to make your mark? And if we didn't, hey, we'll go back to the drawing board and we'll figure it out. Um, but and we also, as we're hypercritical, we also know, hey, they're working heads down. And we just, we're there to kind of lift your chin up, yeah. make, help you look around and, and on your own. They usually know, yeah, yeah, man, I just missed it. I skipped yeah. it. Had a bad you know, shift. Yeah. yeah got they busy. need a pat on the back. They need some encouragement. And yeah. um, they make the adjustment. Yeah. They pivot. They, they make the adjustment. But it's our import, It's our part as CEOs, CFOs, COOs, all the executive positions in the company or in a company to just go in there and really know your business. Yeah. Don't, don't. Don't be an absentee yeah. business owner. Yeah. Uh, that's no fun for number one. Yeah. But be in your business. Manage your business. Yeah, love what you do. That that's very important to me. I don't. I'm not comfortable speaking on topics or in front of people unless I've you know I know what I'm talking about and I've done a little bit of research. No different than a business though. I need to, you know, I need to do the research and be comfortable with it. But I I think if you're you're managing your business, it, it, it should be fun and engaging. And like, I, I look up to you big time because every time you go in a store, you make it just so cool. You're high-fiving, your energy. And I think that that, yeah, that, that resonates with everybody. And even if you're not that type of person, um, you know, you, you can fall in behind something like that and it makes a big difference. So I think that uh, managing your business just isn't the, the cost or, or it, it's, it's actually how you compose yourself and what you're doing in there and um, what you can get your people to do with the, the loss yeah. or that 1% and how you can build that culture as, you, as we always talk. Well, you know, one of, the, one of the topics, too, that, you know, if we're getting to the end of this one, um, is to say that managing your business also, Justin, you, you, you sending me a shout out. I appreciate that. And, and that's who I am. But then I see when I travel with you and Kim, y'all both go different other ways too. You got your notepad and you're, and Kim's got her notepad and she's looking at other things. You're looking at other things. So it also manage your business is making sure when you grow, you're a single person, you, you started this company first. Now you're in whatever you're doing, even in business. If you're hiring a, a sales staff or a work staff, put people around you that work beside you that bring a different, di different, you know, a, a different talent to you. Not everybody can be the quarterback, right? I mean, not everybody can be the receiver. You got to have some guys in there that snap the ball to you. Yeah. And, and that's what's cool about our teamwork is you bring something different that, that I'm not. And that's why I hired you. That's why I went and looked for you. Somebody like you. And that's why me and Kim have the best working relationship ever because she sees things every so different than I see it. But we learn to meet there and collaborate and get there. So that's important, too, to put people around your table, too. And, you know, and one thing that I want to end this, too, is is um, is to say this. There's a lot of other nuggets that we're going to – I'm sitting here taking notes, at, looking at my notes here that we can spin off more to how to manage a business that goes deeper dive into this that I think we can share, that some topics that we can bring into this. But, again, at the end of the day, we're all, we, we look at those P&Ls, we look at those costs, we look at the labors. I mean, how did – how did somebody like Tom Brady win so many Super Bowls? Because he continued to get better. 
He continued to grow. He continued to watch video. He continued to study and work out and get better at his trade. I remember somebody was picking on him one day, one time, like, look at his body. He was on a beach, and it was like this offseason, and he didn't, you know, wasn't like all cut up like you would think, but it got gum. His arm was strong. His brain was strong. He knew how to throw the football because he, he didn't worry about this. He worried about this and this. That's what made him the money. And that's what went him in the Super Bowls. And the guys that had all those pretty things, those are linebackers. Yeah. Those are guys making the big hits, yeah. right? So yeah. he didn't need to be fast. Right. He just knew to th- make a quick decision, throw the ball fast, and know the play, right? And he so, was a leader. Be a leader. I mean, yeah. you got to get in there and run good pre-shifts or run manager meetings. And he was you know, he was rallying the troops at halftime. Yeah. And, and th- that's a big piece of it, too. So if you're not the leader, maybe identify the leader that's on your team to make sure that you're communicating with your team and you're setting those expectations. And we have meetings every yeah. week. Our teams have meetings every week. And that's th- managing is still super important. And you've got to touch base and communicate with your team and, and call the place. Yep, that's right. And, and Brady was calling plays. You know he was. Yo, yo, <laughs> yeah, he was calling plays. But, you know, Justin, to end on that, too, I'm glad what you said is, is if you're the leader, and you might be like you, then hire somebody or promote somebody like me, right? <laughs> sure. I mean, because if you're not the person that can go in there and high-five, that's not your trait, then put somebody beside your table that does that. Just because you're a certain way, you, you can't make yourself be this way. But Stay in your lane, what you're really good at, and put somebody beside you that's really good at what you want them to be good at. You'll find you'll start leveling each other up, though, in a yeah. lot of times, especially yeah. if you have good synergy with, with the team. Um, I want to get better at doing that, yeah. and I will over time. It'll take me time to get there, but that that's that's just an add-on to, to my skill set now. Yeah. And I hope you want to get better at some of the I things I want to get better. I learned from y'all. So, um, y'all bring me in those meetings, but, you know, y'all make me sit there for like two hours. I'm like, I'm out of here. You know, I got to go do something. We can tell. <laughs> Your Outlook calendar is jivingly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we switched to this new Outlook, yeah. and I finally yeah. learned what those little books are, my little notes Killing and all it. that. So, hey, I'm, I'm learning something every day, right? But to, to, to say that. To, bit, to catapult from that is that we're bringing technology into the business, something yeah. that you was it comfortable with, not comfortable with. But you know what? You've taken the challenge. Yeah, you're you're putting your head in, you're figuring it out, and, yeah. and that's just part of managing our business. We're evolving, pivoting, as a new company, and yeah, and we're we're embracing the growth, the technology, and all that's coming down the pipeline. So yeah, I know I used to call you and say, Kim, do I have a meeting today? Check your Teams. Yes. Click it, and then Justin can. Hit your calendar. Yes. <laughs> Used to, y'all come in there and just, boop, boop. okay, there's the stuff. Now now y'all have taught me so well. But, hey, um, man, great conversation again today. Y'all are awesome people. I love sharing this stuff out there to, to the people out there that just want to listen and um, have a good time at it, too. But, um, again, couple, you know, here we go. My curveball thing, Another curveball? Another right. curveball, curveball. So uh, I did some research, right, because uh, we own a brand called Starbucks. Right, and we love Starbucks. That's where we do a lot of uh, our coffee with the bulls. So I, I order online all the time. So I went back and I ordered your favorite drink. And the reason nice. I knew it was your favorite because y'all always like tell me what's your favorite. Like, hey, what do you want to drink before we get there? And I'll pre-order because we get it going and have our meeting. So uh, my man Tyler back here behind the scene running the set for us back here. New addition to the to the podcast studio, Tyler. All right. He went and got us some stuff. <laughs> I know you're excited. You're going to be hyped up. So everybody, look at your drink and which one might be yours. And um, they're going to have my name on it because the label was on it. But um, and, 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 and grab your drink and let's talk about it. Okay, uh, Justin, it's your turn up here. What, what drink is did you get? 
I don't even need to look. It's it's just um, it's always the same thing. It's the iced coffee with milk, which doesn't mean it needs to be milk. You get to take your your alternative that you like. I do half and half, um, two packets of sweet and low, um, and then I do six pumps of the sugar free vanilla. It's an awesome low carb alternative. I'm always trying to lean up and do protein and low carbs. That works a couple months of the year. Yeah. Um, but I love the taste of it. It's sweet. It's you know very very low sugar um, and it's got no carbs. So for anybody out there that likes to do the, you know the crazy keto and Atkins deal, yeah. um, it's a, it's an awesome alternative. And um, there's only like a couple carbs in the whole thing and it tastes awesome. And I'm an ice drink. You know yeah. ice. No, I don't do the hot stuff. Yeah. I no. drink. Iced coffee on cold winter nights. Like, it's what, crazy. So what, what, what's your favorite product there to eat? Uh, I got some great bakery, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, li- I like the um, the lemon loaf. The lemon loaf. And yeah. I like I could just like there's like you, you eat you eat through the loaf and yeah. you say do you the eat lemon? the lemon first <laughs> or last? <laughs> yeah. The icing. I, I, I save the icing till <laughs> yes, last. So like I'm holding it real right. small. Um, but it, that's the best bite. So yeah. that's my favorite bite in Starbucks. Every yeah. time I go there, they're like, do you want it warm? Well, of course I want it warm. You know, I love it warm. But, yeah, that's a good product. Uh, all right, Kimberly, what's your favorite drink? I know this. Well, I'm thinking this is a blooper. What'd you get? Because this is not my favorite drink. I see ice in here. What, what is this? Yeah, that, 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 that's supposed <laughs> to be a nitro cold brew. That is my favorite drink, a yeah. nitro cold brew. But, but there, I think but that this is a blooper. But anyway, what well, is it, it looks like a yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, well, um, nice. That's we a, got a, a grande vanilla look, something nitro cold brew. <laughs> Yeah, with nitro, ice? yes, it's not Maybe supposed they to have put, ice. They might have put ice in it. Yeah, they might not have put. It's supposed to be a nitro cooper. Yeah, Whoa. well, we'll check on that. <laughs> it wasn't our Buffalo or our, our <laughs> Starbucks. That was a corporate store. Yeah. So, so anyway, nitro cold brew is my um, go to. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I like the name nitro. It feels like it's just going to amp me up a little bit more on, yeah. as far as the coffee goes. But that's um, a new product that they came out with a while back, and it, yeah. it's hard to sell. I mean, and we it's sell the crap. Cool. Yeah, it's hard it's to keep. Super cool how it's poured up. Yeah. And it, it, I really like it. It comes I'm, off tap. It's in kegs. Yes. Yeah. But I remember it's, how we yeah. brewed it. I was like, how do you brew this stuff? Maybe that's why I like it's it, because like, yeah. it's in kegs. I don't know. <laughs> as close to a shiner as I can possibly yeah. get It looks like Starbucks. a shiner. There goes Kim going to that. Okay, um, favorite product to eat there? Oh, the chocolate croissant. Oh, yeah. 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 Out of called this that world. Warm it up. up. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It looks terrible in the showcase. I, I think Starbucks needs to challenge themselves about how they display yeah. uh, their products in their showcase. But... Um, Man, it try doesn't it. Do it, just it. It doesn't do it justice. Yeah, it is that, good. That's an awesome. Doesn't look good. Tastes great. Of, uh, yep. Yeah. It's a good product. Nice. Yeah. It is. Um. Again, mine is a uh, ice cold brew. Ice uh, cold brew too. Also with milk. Um. And I, I'm same way, Justin. Only thing I did. Did you? You had a double shot. Do you do a double shot? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. See, I put. I extra. didn't, and then you might have got me hooked on yeah. that. Yeah. It's extra a little shot. bit more. You know. Yeah. It, it gets you. Yeah. It gets you. So, uh. But again, I'm I I I, I drink hot coffee in the morning when I first wake up, but then I love the iced coffee in the afternoon or early late later in the mornings when we do go so it's a good product though but uh again hey uh i'm gonna challenge these guys out here i'm gonna throw another little craziness in here guys if you're watching this episode because i i'm one that i found this off of like googling because i was in a no carb thing and like mm-hmm. how do you find this so in the comment section of any of our podcasts any out there i want you to tell me your favorite coffee like what do you order what's your favorite coffee and I'm going to randomly get with you guys, and we're going to go and give some gift cards away. 
Okay. There you go. I, I'm going to do three, and we're going to we'll see. We'd like some $25 gift cards, and we're going to pick somebody from each. You know, what is it? Uh, iTunes or, or Apple? Spotify, Spotify and YouTube. And, YouTube, and we're going to okay. give some gift cards away from each one. All right. So we'll do that this episode after it shoots. Uh, we're going to go through there after it posts. Uh, I don't know what the date this one's actually coming out, but you'll see it. It comes out. We'll give it like three days. To give everybody to get it passed out there, and we'll go through there and randomly pick somebody. We'll let you know. Now, do they have to like, share, comment? I just want them to comment on this one. Just to comment. Just, just a comment. Just, just a comment. Because I want to see what people like. <laughs> reason i'm doing this because i might find me a new favorite coffee that's what i'm talking about you know yeah because next time we travel like hey i'm gonna try this and it might be the coolest person on the list like hey where'd you come up with that sir yeah i'll (laughs) try some in the comment section if anybody comments i'll try them and snap some pictures and put them on our social yeah like hey this is us trying this yours and this is shout out to you but just a challenge out there because i I really want to try something different that's how i found this one i saw somebody post it or googled it or somehow and uh came up with this drink so but again hey thanks for joining us guys shout out to y'all and go out and do some work